thank you so much for tuning in to today's Remnant Godcast. If this is the first time that you've listened to the program, we can be found on the Google Play Store, on the iTunes uh, podcast app. We can be found on listennotes.com. We can be found on player.fm, Podbean, and many other uh, streaming platforms. So thank you for tuning in. We're so thankful we're getting some astronomical numbers for the podcast, more than we've ever seen on the program uh, listening to the show. So thank you so much for the viewership and the listenership, I guess it would be. Um, It's really important for us, guys. Uh, We're getting into a late hour right now, and it's just so crucial to be able to speak over the airwaves and talk truth still because we know, how many know, that a lot of people are being censored in this hour. A lot of people are being censored. Uh, They're going after truth tellers. They're going after people that are exposing the deep state, that are exposing the cabal, and uh, people that talk about them, like myself, we pay a high cost. Um, So keep us in prayer. And I'm, again, so thankful that you've tuned in to today's podcast and radio show. We're going to talk about a subject. So tomorrow... Tuesday, the 18th of June, Donald Trump is going to announce his candidacy uh, for the president once again. You know, he's already president, but he's going to be running again uh, in 2020. And this is so crucial because we need President Trump to win four more years. How many know how important that is? I'm going to go over some of the reasons why this is so important. And I want to just talk about Christian ministries. And there's a couple of Christian news organizations out there. That have been kind of hard on the president, kind of critical. And you know, I, I remember when uh, during the election, 2016, a couple of prominent uh, Christian uh, celebrity type people, well-known Christian, uh, you know, speakers, authors, whatnot, came out and were against Donald Trump. And I thought to myself, you know, I have never heard you talk anything about you know President Obama in the eight years he's been in office, and all of a sudden now you've picked the time to come out and to criticize Donald Trump. It really was eye-opening to me, and uh, I still, in fact, till this day, don't really listen to those people because I think they must just lack discernment and wisdom. Uh, but what, I, what I'm trying to say today, and I'm not trying to be critical of those, I understand that people want to be objective, I understand that people want to be fair and balanced, and, and they say, well, we're not just you know uh, a cheerleader for President Trump, we're going to point out when he does things wrong. I get that, I totally do. But if you're a person of influence, okay, and you're in the Christian community or, you know, even in the conservative community, but especially a Christian leader, when you criticize the current administration, what what happens? Well, you put uh, doubt and question into your audience and listeners, and those people, maybe they won't vote for a Democrat, but they might stay home. Or some of them may just vote for a Democrat, whoever the nominee may be on the Democrat side, because they took your criticism. So be mindful, be wise in what you say, and think about the ramifications and the repercussions for your actions and the things that you say. I understand you want to be fair and balanced, and I understand you know a whole thing. I really get it, trust me. But when I think about everything that's at stake here, the future of our nation and the direction uh, the country will go, what kind of country we're going to hand over to the next generation. Uh, I think about how important it is for us to understand the real battle that we're in. Because we're in a battle, and the battle is not against flesh and blood, but it's against strongholds and principalities. It's it's a literal spiritual war. And so don't mistake uh, Republican or Democrat. That's not what we're fighting here. We're fighting a spiritual war for morality, for biblical morality and values, and the future direction of this country, and the current direction of this country. 
So I just wanted to uh, list today in today's program, if a Democrat were to gain power in 2020, we're going to talk about some of the areas that we would see an immediate escalation. We would see immediate uh, concern as a Christian, as a pastor, as a man of God. I would be extremely concerned of these things right out of the gate if a Democrat were to gain power in 2020. Now, this last week, there's been a lot of news outlets reporting that uh you know the president is behind joe biden some people say it's a double digit uh you know he's behind him double digits and uh then they put him up against elizabeth warren and against camilla harris and a couple other people and again he's pulling behind not not as much as he was with joe biden i think bernie sanders was number two um i don't believe these polls and i'm going to tell you these polls have been consistently inaccurate if you think about 2016 they were completely off they said the exact same thing when it came to Hillary Clinton, and she was supposedly ahead double digits, and you know almost every poll had her, you know, ahead of Donald Trump. Um, and then look what happened, right? When the election happened, uh, it was a very, very, you know, prominent uh, lead uh, with the Electoral College that the president ended up winning uh, pretty significantly. And people say, well, he didn't win the popular vote. Well, we've kind of broke that down before, but I actually believe he did because a lot of, in fact, almost all the popular votes came from the state of California and we've uncovered that there is a tremendous amount of fraud in the electorate system here in California in the electoral system and we've been systematically exposing that on remnant news and um, kind of breaking that down a little bit over the course of the last few years but I will tell you that in some counties some cities more people voted than that lived there and we know that everybody didn't vote so clearly there were people that were voting multiple times there were non-citizens that were voting um, in some cases, people that had been deceased, apparently they came out from the grave and voted. So a lot of those uh, extra votes or, you know, the popular vote, as you would, that, that supposedly Hillary Clinton won, uh, ended up being fraudulent. And we're, we're going to continue to expose that as we get more information. I know there's ongoing investigations right now, and there's some watchdog groups that have been seriously looking into this. Um, but there are some states that are trying to, you know, get rid of the Electoral College. They're saying they're going to you know, vote their electoral votes based on the popular vote. And we've seen this in a couple of Democrat-run states already. So they're already trying to get around the Electoral College and the Constitution and the way that our system is structured as a republic. And that's very, very concerning. But that's because they know that it's going to be very hard to beat Donald Trump in 2020. And I will just say, if you believe those polls, I would just ask you to think about this. Uh, he's going to have this rally in Orlando tomorrow. There's already people camped outside. The stadium fits around 20,000 people, and over 100,000 people are trying to go there to watch the president. Uh, historic, it's going to be a historic rally where he announces his candidacy again for 2020. So, you know, I have not, I've yet to see any Democrat come even half as much. I mean, Joe Biden gets like 3,000 people at his biggest events. I have yet to see anybody pulling the crowds that Donald Trump is pulling, uh, you know, anywhere he goes, and including California, by the way, because he came out here. And we could we had a hard time even getting in the rally out here in California because there were so many people that came out. So just understand the polls are fraudulent. They're fake, just like the news is controlled by six corporations, 95 percent. I say it all the time, um, but I wouldn't believe the polls. I'd look at the rallies and I'd look at the momentum. And there's a lot of people that don't necessarily publicly say they support Donald Trump, but they like him. And I find that right here in California. So uh, anyways, let's go over these important points about if a Democrat were to gain control in 2020. So number one, we would see more uh, partial and full birth abortion. 
Now, I can't even believe that I'm still talking about this as a reality, that, that somebody would be so sick to actually say it's okay to give birth to a baby. Now, you're talking to a father who literally just you know had a daughter a couple of months ago and just looking at the beauty and the miracle of that birthing process. I can't even imagine somebody that could have such evil in their in their mind that they would allow a baby to be born and then kill the baby but that's actually i know folks it's so it's so dramatic to even talk about but it's actually true and in new york and other states are now pushing for this as law and and it already is law so i mean it's just unbelievable to think about that but Partial birth, full birth abortion, yeah, you're going to see more of that if a Democrat gets in. You're going to see more of the death culture of the left. You're going to see more, um, you know, now they're talking about, uh, you know, euthanizing, uh, you know, elderly people, you know, uh, the right to die, uh, where people just want to die and they have a right to die. I mean, can you imagine this? This is what we're, where we're at right now. Uh, but these people, they want to see, uh, you know, one of their one of their goals is to have the world less populated. So if, if somebody's willing to kill themselves or kill their baby, they're like, yeah, do it. You know, Margaret Sanger, the uh, the originator of Planned Parenthood, was a known eugenist. I mean, we talk about it all the time, you know, and she was also very racist and, and targeted African-American babies. And that's why New York City today, there's more African-American babies killed than there are born through abortion. Unbelievable unbelievable okay so that's number one i think every christian should be very very concerned about that because that is a reality if a democrat gets in number two um i want to talk about the 58 gender nonsense that's being pushed on our young people not to mention the progressive overly sexualized curriculum in the schools we've seen that in california absurd you know can we just turn our heads and pretend like this isn't happening just bury our heads in the sand oh yeah no we're okay with 58 genders yeah yeah 58 genders when there's two and that's that's just uh common sense and and even even doctors admit that that's just common sense that there's two genders male and female that's it you know i mean there's x or y chromosome that's it you know there's there, there's no other genders so i mean the fact of the abs- absurdity and insanity that humans are going around saying there's 58 genders i mean it's just insanity it's insane but yet we will see more of that because remember president obama championed men to go into women's restrooms and uh you know we we've already seen incidents that have happened because of that um but just think of the the danger involved there when a, a little girl is using a restroom in target and a man who identifies as a woman you know a sick perverted person uh, can go into the restroom and, and, and be in there with that little girl. I mean, it's just un, unbelievable. But this is this is the world that we're in, folks. Let's, let's wake up to the reality. There'll be more of that if a Democrat gets elected. There'll be more globalism. That's number three. I mean, we, we see that the, the globalist agenda is a borderless society, you know, a nullified U.S. Constitution, uh, a nation invaded by unvetted foreign nationals that will forever change our electorate. Uh, not to mention how scary that ter- terror cells can be infiltrating uh, through these caravans that we're seeing. Uh, the caravans are also flooded with sex traffickers, with coyotes, with cartels that are involved. Um, you know, if there were ever to be another 9-11 type event here in the United States and whoever's in, in the White House at that time, uh, let me tell you, it doesn't matter uh, you know, how they got in, he's going to get blamed, he or she. Um, you know, they're going to say something like, oh, you didn't protect our country or you didn't protect our borders or something. But yet here we are letting in thousands and thousands of unvetted people. 
that we really have no idea uh, who these people are. And um, a lot of them are, are, you know, criminal element type people. So I understand there are some legitimate people that are seeking asylum. And by all means, we understand that. And we have a heart for those people. But you have to be wise. Um, I know none of us, including the Democrats that may be listening to the program, none of us sleep with our doors wide open. Why would we do that, right? Because someone would come in and they rob our house. Um, or we'd be in danger. Somebody could come in and do something dangerous, right? I mean, you, you don't sleep with your front door open. Even in gated communities, people don't sleep with their front doors open or unlocked. Uh, I know back in the day, that was something that was a little more prevalent because there wasn't much crime. But nowadays, no one's really sleeping with their doors open because even when you sleep with your doors locked and you have alarms on your house, people still rob your house and, and invade it, right? So how crazy is that? But yet, that's what people want to do with our country. And um, globalism has a clear agenda and it's for an eventual one-world global government, a borderless society, and everybody mishmashed and hodgepodged, and so that everybody's just one big melting pot. And it sounds like a uh, you know uh, an amazing thing, you know, uh, uh, what a great thing that you know everybody's in unity. But it's not the way it works. It's not the way it ends up because in that situation, a t totalitarian regime could could arise very quickly. And we know what the Bible says about the Antichrist and about the the beast system that's coming. And it's, it's, if you look at what the Bible says and then you look at what the globalists are trying to do, you understand that it's a demonic, nefarious agenda. And that's why you have a check in your spirit, saint of God. That's why you understand there's something weird, something wrong, and you're feeling that. And, and somebody with discernment who's inquiring of God, inquiring of his Holy Spirit, you know, you know that this isn't what God wants. Even though they can make it sound really good, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but he comes as an angel of light. Number four is more censorship. Our First Amendment rights will be completely compromised. We've already seen the censorship regime of the big tech companies. We've already seen them trying to single out individuals and make them, uh, you know, basically erased on today's tech platforms so that they're a non-person and they can't even come on the, on the system anymore. They're just totally social scored out. And we know in China there actually is a social scoring system. But here in the United States, it's done through the big tech companies, and we're seeing the enforcement of that. We're seeing the censorship regime on many conservatives and many Christians. I've heard pastors, churches that say that they've been wiped off of Facebook. Uh, people write to me and say, you won't believe it. All we were doing was posting Christian stuff, and we got you know censored. So it's happening, folks, and it'll happen a lot more because they want to take away this type of program so that you and I cannot have this type of discussion. This is a real discussion. This is reality. This is what we're dealing with. It is a battle that we are in. And while we're at the First Amendment, let's talk about the Second Amendment. Number five, uh, people have clearly said that are running right now on the Democrat platform, including Camilla Harris, uh, that they want to take away the Second Amendment. You know, they want to take away the right to bear arms and it will be targeted and uh, they will implement the U.N. gun grab agenda here in the United States because we know that Obama already wanted to sign on to this. He already did. So he was just trying to figure out a way to get around the Constitution, get around the Second Amendment. Now, luckily, there are powerful organizations like the NRA and people like you and I that are informed that understand that if they take away the right to bear arms, the reason why we have the right to bear arms is not just to protect ourselves, especially in the situation of civil unrest when maybe first responders are not able to come out and protect you. And so you need to protect your home. I saw that during the L.A. riots when they were just inundated. And uh, it happens during earthquakes. It happens during, you know, natural disaster events. We saw it down in, uh, you know, uh, New Orleans, right, after Hurricane Katrina. When there's a breakdown of society, what happens? 
you need to defend yourself. And that's just one aspect of the Second Amendment. But what about fighting against a government that could possibly become tyrannical? That's why U.S. citizenry is allowed to be armed. Because we have to be able to protect ourselves against enemies, both foreign and domestic. And we never want to lose that right. Look at Venezuela. When they took away the guns, now look where they're at, right? This has happened a lot of times before. You can look at the uh, old, you know, German, um, you know, before the rise of Hitler. Uh, you can look at a lot of other, uh, right before a tyrant has arisen, uh, you'll notice that they take away the weapons or they target the uh, citizens' uh, right to bear arms because this is something that they need to do in order to gain full power. And this is what the globalists want to do. That's why they want to take away the Second Amendment. Don't be fooled. They do not care about, uh, you know, safety. They say, oh, yeah, well, you know, we're doing it for safety. No, they don't because... Just like when alcohol was illegal, who had alcohol? It was the gangs, the gangsters. Remember Al Capone? Remember those guys? They had the speakeasies and the underground system where alcohol was still flowing. And just the same situation would happen if guns are outlawed. They'll take it away from law-abiding citizens who went legally through the process, who would never shoot anybody other than in self-defense. And they will allow it to be, you know, the, the, the regular citizens will be unarmed and unprotected. And the guess who have the guns? The criminals, the cartels, and the tyrants. Don't ever fall for that garbage. We want to be uh, protectors of the Second Amendment. It's super important. Number six, religious liberties and freedoms will be at tremendous risk. I know this because we saw it in the Obama administration. Remember the IRS targeting scandal where they targeted conservative groups like Tea Party and they, they targeted Christian organizations? And, and trust me, that was just one aspect of many. And we will see religious liberties and freedoms continue to be target number one. Why? Because the devil hates Christians. <laughs> Let's be honest. The battles against, you know, warfare is not against flesh and blood. It's against spiritual things, right? Principalities. We talked about that. So if that's the case, then yeah, he's going to hate Christians. That's why Christians, Bible-believing Christians, real Christians, remnant Christians, right? People that actually live by the Bible, that believe in the power of the Holy Spirit of the living God, you know, anointed and appointed, carrying a mantle, changing the atmosphere when they walk in the room. Yes, you. If you're one of those people, you are the enemy of the deep state. You are the enemy of the uh, the devil. <laughs> and he knows that you know his game plan. And that's why, they, so that that's what this battle is. And that's why religious liberties and freedoms are always on the top of their list. That's why they're trying to take God out of everything, right? Number seven, trade policies. President Trump has successfully pulled the U.S., out of the TPP and also has renegotiated NAFTA. Thank you, Jesus. Um, what he's trying to do is bring back jobs and manufacturing here to the U.S. so that we can reduce and hopefully eventually eliminate the trade deficit. We have a monstrous trade deficit. That means we buy more goods than we sell. Not a good thing. I mean, how long could your house sustain itself if you were purchasing more month after month, year after year than you made? Well, that's what the U.S. is doing. And we can't do it anymore. So it's necessary, you know, in, in order to fix our massive trade imbalances and also to, you know, have paying jobs and wages increasing here in America, you know, stability in our job market. But even more important, we must secure our position as the world's largest economy and as a net producer of energy and durable goods. Our future depends on this. Our, our, the, what kind of country are we going to hand over to our young people? The Democrats and globalists will continue to outsource our jobs, our manufacturing even our military secrets to China. And that's why we've seen the rise of communist China, and it's scary. 
In this scenario, China would eventually overcome the U.S. in both uh, being the economic superpower of the world and also the military superpower. And trust me, China is working on one belt, one road. They are already far along in in this process. They are they're very they've thought about this. You know, the the most incredible minds have thought about this and planned this out of how China is going to be the leader of this century. Uh, you know that they believe the American century was last century and that this century belongs to China and the globalists and the Democrats and the treasonous people in the establishment that only care about money and are tied in with these Chinese uh, people. Uh, and I'm not against Chinese people. I'm against the globalists and against the deep state and against the cabal and against the nefarious people, but not the average Chinese citizen or you know people from China. I have a lot of friends from China. It's, we're not against you. There's amazing Christians in China. What I'm talking about is the system, communist China, and, and what they want to do. They want to put a social score system on you. They want influence here in the United States. That's why they bought most of the, the movie industry. That's why they've, they've you know, just invested tremendously in infrastructure here in America and property. Um, you know, that's why they continue to take our intellectual property and, and manufacture uh, you know, copied goods. And uh, they, they've copied everything, including our stealth fighters. And now they have uh, very agile uh, you know, fifth-generation fighters that are, that are comparable to our F-35s and F-22s. So this is a serious situation, friends, and it's continuing to escalate. China is, is developing new aircraft carriers. They have, the, you know, very, very high-tech missile systems and uh, missile batteries, anti-aircraft anti batteries, and, you know, I mean, just you name it. Their military is advanced. They have more troops than we do. Uh, definitely something to keep your eye on, and I'll tell you right now, if we don't handle this right now, this next century will, in fact, be the Chinese century. So that's why this is so crucial. Also, number eight, morality. The progressive agenda ensures a continuation of an anti-God government policies, law. God will be continued to, to be systematically taken out of every area of our society. We've seen it. I mean, look at all the statues. They, they take down the Ten Commandments. They, they don't even want the flag. I mean, these people don't even like the American flag. They stomp on the flag. They light it up in fire. Unbelievable. The Democrats have already shown their intentions to do this. Do not be fooled. They do not love America. They do not love America. Look at when President Obama would go around the world. What do you do? He apologized for America. He would bow to foreign leaders. He was like almost embarrassed of, of America. Just unbelievable. Uh, number nine, anti-family. We can already see that there is an attack on the Amer American family unit. It's been going on for decades now. Uh, when p with political correctness, gender confusion, immorality, and progressive values. All combined, the main casualty is the family unit. We've seen this. I mean, remember latchkey kids and... You know, just the, the attack on, on the family structure. It's, it's a designated attack. It's, there's, there, you know, it's, it's very strategic. And that's because it goes against biblical morality and the, the intention that God had for you and I in the families of the United States of America, the families of the world. So be understanding that's what it is. The battle is not against flesh and blood, but against strongholds and principalities. Number 10, foreign policy. If the globalist cabal regains control, the military-industrial complex will once again be pushing for more foreign wars, more CIA operations like the Orange Revolution in the Ukraine or the Arab Spring, which caused you know, millions of migrants to be uh, displaced and to invade Europe. It's all part of the globalist agenda, friends, just like what's happening here at the border right now with the caravans. It's the same people. Behind it, Soros, the globalist, UN Agenda 2030, 
This is their plan. Awaken to this. Understand it. Study it. Know what's going on. Be informed. They want to continue perpetual war because all that's doing is inching towards this global government that they want. It's their utopia. It's their agenda. That's what they foresee. And they say, we don't care if we have to nuke Russia to get there. We don't care. What, you know, they don't care. They'll go in their bunkers. You know, they'll go, they'll go to wherever their little safe houses are and watch it all happen in New Zealand. I mean, you know, this is, these are, these people are evil people and, and there really is a shadow government. They're, we're seeing this manifest against Donald Trump. This man has taken a stand against this and that's why the battle has been so intense and anybody that's prayed for him or supported him, you've felt the warfare. So at the end of the day, what we have to understand is that we're in a war. A war for our future. A spiritual war between light and darkness. I talk about it all the time. Don't be duped by the fake news. Don't be duped by the propaganda. Ask the Lord for discernment, wisdom, and understanding of the battle that we are actually in. Study. The Bible says study yourself to be approved before man. Now, of course, he's talking about the Word of God. But I also believe God wants us to be alert, sober-minded, watchmen on the wall, to stand for righteousness, and I just mentioned in this broadcast today several areas that if you have not typically voted Republican and you are a Democrat or registered Democrat, I really would pray that you would pray about these things because these are very serious things. I know partial and full birth abortion, 58 genders, globalism, censorship, the taking away of our Second Amendment rights, the taking away of our First Amendment rights, taking away of religious liberties and freedoms. The bad trade deals that are that are positioning China to overcome the United States, and it's a planned uh, overcoming. You know, it's it's a planned rising up of China. They're 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 doing this on purpose. They want the power to shift from west to east. That's why it's the biggest wealth transfer in the history of the world. This was intended. This was intended so that they can nullify and usurp the U.S. Constitution, and they can turn the United States into a docile power. A, a you know, like the old British Empire. I mean, basically just crushed the United States down to its knees. That's what they wanted. That's what President Obama was trying to do. Uh, the break in morality, you know. I mean, just anything goes mentality. Anything that feels good. You know, the, the moving away from biblical morality and family values. And then, of course, the foreign policy of the globalist, which is just continued foreign interventions, wars, and rumors of wars, the military-industrial complex, that really is in control. We've been warned about that before, haven't we? So listen, guys, I know this is a heavy topic today, but I wanted to break this down because in the lieu, or actually in the in the wake of uh, these polls that are coming out, in the wake of Donald Trump tomorrow announcing his candidacy for 2020, I thought this was important to talk about, just to refresh our memory of the battle that we are in. So let's continue to pray for our nation, pray for our leaders, and if you're a Christian who has influence, please be mindful of what you're saying because people listen and people follow you and all i'm saying is what we say has consequences life and death are in the power of the tongue amen god bless you guys and thank you for listening to today's remnant godcast we'll be back tomorrow